What is up, everyone? Happy Football Monday here uh, in LA. It's a great time. Got the, uh, I guess you can't see it with the uh, background filter on, but sitting here over the, uh, over the city in our hotel. Having a good time here. Uh, got the national championship tonight. We'll be attending that, and hopefully, I can get the uh, get the PowerPoint on here. I know sometimes it doesn't want to work, but uh, see if we can get it here. I don't know, but regardless. Uh, we had a great weekend of football. Week 18 NFL, FCS National Championship yesterday. Um, so starting off there, we had number one, South Dakota State, 45-21 over number three, North Dakota State. Uh, the Jackrabbits win their first national championship, defeat the Bison for the third straight time, which is pretty crazy, um, and also they give the Bison their first loss in Frisco since that became the host um, of the FCS National Championship there. So great win for the Jacks. I was happy to see that there, uh, to watch that game yesterday. Mark Gronowski was fantastic. So was the Jacks running game. Uh, the once we get the see if we can get the PowerPoint up here, and then uh, and get you the stats. But uh, the Jacks did cover there minus five and a half. Um. And the over 47 hit. I have no clue what's going on with this PowerPoint right now, but it's all right. We'll, uh, we'll get it figured out. Anyways. In the NFL yesterday, or, or on Saturday, Saturday was the first first set of games there. The Chiefs clinched the number one seed, 31-13, over the Vegas Raiders there. Chiefs covering minus 8.5, under 52. Um, wasn't really that great of a game. I stopped watching once it got to 31-6. to Jarrett Stidham struggled, um, unlike he did against the Niners, which was kind of weird to see. But, um, yeah, the Chiefs having fun out there doing their roundabout touchdown play that they did, which was just crazy. Um, and then, yeah, getting that number one seed, it'll be a uh, neutral site AFC title game if they play the Bills in that game. Next game we had was the AFC South Championship game there. Jags beating the Titans 20-16. to 
Luckily for them, they have Josh Allen on defense and Rayshon Jenkins as well on defense because Trevor Lawrence did not look good. That offense was not clicking very well against the Tennessee defense. Derrick Henry was running well for the Titans offense. And uh, the Jags just squeaked by, get into the playoffs in that four seed, going to play the Chargers there in the wild card round. Uh, the Titans did cover, though, plus six under 40. Yesterday, the slate started off with uh, the battle for the AFC seven seed. Steelers winning 28-14 over the Browns. Uh, they covered that minus two and a half over 39 and a half also. Started slow for Pittsburgh, but Najee Harris was running the ball well. Uh, George Pickens was an integral part of that passing game, and Steelers scoring 28 points, uh, more than they scored in, in the last couple of games. So um, good to see them get that win. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, got the win for Coach Tomlin, 17 straight seasons now of uh, non-losing records, which is ridiculous, um, that streak he has going on. For Cleveland, though, Nick Chubb ran the ball well. I thought Deshaun Watson was decent through two picks, though. One of them was pretty bad into the triple coverage and um, going to have to improve next year if they want to uh, have that trade and that contract pay off in Cleveland. Next game here, Panthers beat the Saints 10-7. Panthers uh, end the season second place in the NFC South. Really boring game. Uh, neither offense was doing much. Uh, the turnovers for the Saints offense, they had two, a fumble and a pick. And then the Panthers had a fumble. Um, Sam Darnold looked very bad, uh, as worse as he's looked in his six starts this season. Uh, but ended up 4-2 and two in those starts. And... Uh, Possibly, you know, re-signing this offseason. Who knows what they're doing at quarterback. They need a head coach first, but uh, see if he comes back next year, possibly. The uh, Panthers, plus three and a half, they won that one out right there and under 41 and a half. Again, a pretty boring game. Eddie Pinheiro, 42-yard game winner there. The next game on the docket here, Falcons, Desmond Ritter and co. Uh, getting a nice season-ending win there in Atlanta. Um, to get to 7-10. and 10. The over the Bucks, 30-17. Bucks played some of their starters at the beginning. Um, a couple other ones didn't play, like Mike Evans, Julio Jones. But good win for Desmond Ritter. I thought he played very well, uh, has played very well, I thought. Falcons were on the cusp of winning some of those games that they lost uh, before this week with uh, Ritter at quarterback. And it begs the question with, uh, you know, the Falcons next year, does Desmond stay the starter or do they go after someone else? Only spent a third-round pick on him, so it's not like they – uh, highly invested in him, but still a good showing for him. 19 of 30, 
224 yards, two touchdowns, and a fumble. Brady, uh, Bucks played three quarterbacks. Brady went 13 of 17, 76 and a half percent, 84 yards, a touchdown, and uh, Blaine Gabbert, six of eight, 75 percent, 29 yards, a touchdown, and then Kyle Trask got his first NFL action, three of nine, 33.3 percent, and 23 yards. Uh, Tyler Algier was a leading rusher in this game. He looked very good. I'm excited for him next year. 24 carries, 135 yards. The uh, Their other rookie, wide receiver Drake London, also very good. And to his rookie year, six catches, 120 yards on eight targets. Defensively, I'm probably going to go with Bucks defensive end, Akeem Hicks, three tackles, two of them solos, one sack, two tackles for loss, and a QB hit. Falcons covered easily, minus six over 40. Bills securing the number two seed in the AFC, 35-23 over the Patriots, eliminating them from the seven-seed contention. Josh Allen was pretty good, 19 of 31, 61.3%, 254 yards, three touchdowns. One pick uh, was kind of not very good, but uh, didn't matter in the end. Nine carries, 16 yards for Allen on the ground. Mac Jones uh, was a lot of up and down, 26 of 40, 65%. 243 yards, three touchdowns, but he threw three picks that really cost the the Patriots the game there and uh, a playoff spot because they were in a win-and-in scenario. Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson, he led the game in rushing, six carries, 54 yards, five receptions, 28 yards on six targets. Uh, The Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs, he had a nice day uh, for my fantasy team as well as we shifted our championship game to week 18 uh seven receptions 104 yards a touchdown on 10 targets his counterpart patriots wide receiver Devonte parker two scores on the day six catches 79 yards on seven targets uh gabe davis for buffalo also had double digit targets like Diggs, uh but he did not fare as well three catches 39 yards on those 10 targets defensively I'm going to go with Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, seven tackles, six solos, uh, three pass deflections, a QB hit, and a pick. Bills covered minus eight over 44. Vikings getting the win 29-13 over the Bears. Bears starting Nathan Peterman. Tim Boyle came in in this one as well. Nick Mullins relieved uh, Kirk Cousins late in the second half also for minnesota kirk cousins was spectacular though 17 to 20 85 percent 225 yards a touchdown mullins there was just as good 11 of 13 84.6 percent 116 yards a pick though uh peterman was uh, pretty bad as was tim boyle for chicago 11 of 19 for peterman 57.9 114 yards a touchdown Boyle, like I said, was even worse. Two of eight, 33 yards, two picks for Tim Boyle there. Alexander Madison led the game in rushing for Minnesota. Ten carries, 54 yards, two touchdowns, and one catch for six yards there. K.J. Osborne continues to uh, impress in his increased action the last couple of weeks. Five catches, 117 yards on six targets for the Vikings wide receiver. 
And then uh, defensively, I got to go with uh, Vikings linebacker Patrick Jones, a second, four tackles, three solos, one sack, two tackles for loss, and two QB hits. Vikings cover minus six and a half under 42 and a half by the hook. AFC North battle, Bengals 27-16 over the Ravens. Haven't heard anything about this coin flip that's supposed to be happening because they are scheduled to face each other in the uh, in the uh, wild card round there, but they get the win 27-16 over Baltimore. Anthony Brown, the starter for the Ravens in this one, 19 of 44, 43.2%, 286 yards, two picks and a fumble. Turnovers were uh, paramount to the Ravens' loss on this game here. Joe Burrow, decent, not his best game, though, 25 of 42, 59.5%, 215 yards, a touchdown, three carries, 10 yards, and a fumble. Ravens running back Kenyon Drake led the game in rushing there. 16 carries, 60 yards, a touchdown. Two catches, 19 yards on five targets. Ravens rookie tight end um, Isaiah Likely. Great end to his rookie season, uh, rookie regular season. Eight catches, 103 yards on 13 targets with Mark Andrews out for the game there. Uh, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase also double-digit targets, uh, 13 of them. He caught eight of those for 86 yards and a score. Defensively, got to go with the defensive touchdown here. Bengals defensive end Joseph Osai, four tackles, one solo, one sack, two QB hits, and a fumble recovery for a touchdown in the end zone. Ravens, they covered plus 11.5 by the hook and over 39. What a win to end the season for the Houston Texans. 32-31 over the Colts. Game-winning uh, two-point conversion from Davis Mills to Jordan Aikens, who had himself a day. We'll talk about him in a sec. But Davis Mills, though, 22 of 38, 57.9%, 298 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. Sam Ellinger for Indy. He got the start in this one, 23 of 35, 65.7%, 209 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Five carries for 21 yards. Jeff Driscoll also played in this one a little bit like he has the last couple of games for Houston. He completed both of his passes for 13 yards. Uh, Colts running back Zach Moss had a good end to his season. 18 carries, 114 yards, a touchdown to lead the game in rushing. Also caught three balls for seven yards. Texans wide receiver Brandon Cooks, he led the game in receiving five catches, 106 yards, a touchdown on six targets. Um, Mentioned Texans tight end Jordan Aikens having a great game, four catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns on eight targets. And like I said, that game-winning two-point conversion, that ended up being the, the game winner there. Defensively, two defensive touchdowns in this game. The first one was Colts safety Rodney McLeod Jr. Eight tackles, four of them solos, one pass deflection, and a 27-yard pick six. And the Texans defensive end Jonathan Greenard, three tackles, one solo, uh, one QB hit, and a 39-yard pick six. Texans plus three, they win outright over 37.5. I believe uh, that outright win means... I uh I lost my my lead in the uh, dog standings to Logan, so I think he might have gotten me there. The Dolphins winning 
beating the Jets 11 to 6 to clinch the number 7 seed in the playoffs. This was an absolutely terrible game. Skylar Thompson, Joe Flacco, the quarterbacks in this one. Joe, you couldn't get it done. You had to spurn the Steelers one more time. I understand how it is. Um, but Skylar Thompson wasn't great either. 20 of 31 for the Dolphins quarterback, 64 and a half percent, 152 yards. Joe Flacco for New York, 18 of 33, 54 and a half percent, 149 yards. Dolphins running back Jeff Wilson Jr. led the game in rushing, 16 carries, uh, 72 yards, two catches for two yards. The bright spot in this game for either team was uh, Jets rookie wide receiver Garrett Wilson ending the season on a high note, nine catches for 89 yards on 17 targets. Uh, anytime Flacco threw the ball, it was pretty much going uh, to Garrett Wilson. Defensively, I'm going to go with uh, Jets linebacker Quincy Williams, 10 tackles, nine of them solos, one sack, three tackles for loss, one pass selection, and a QB hit. Uh, the Dolphins, because of the safety at the end of the game, they covered minus four under 37. Eagles, they clinched the number one seed in the NFC, 22-16 win over the Giants, not playing anyone in this one. Uh, Jalen Hurts returned, was just okay, he was in pain, but uh, got the job done. 20 of 35, 57.1%, 229 yards, one pick, nine carries for 13 yards. Davis Webb got the start for the G-Men, 23 of 40, 57.5%. Uh, 168 yards, one touchdown, six carries for 41 yards, and a rushing score as well. Giants running back Gary Brightwell led the game in rushing, 11 carries, 60 yards, one catch for three yards there. Uh, Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown, he led the game in receiving. Who else? Four catches, 95 yards on 10 targets. Also broke the Eagles' single-season receiving record, uh, formerly held by legendary Eagle Mike Quick. Giants tight end Lawrence Cager, he also had double-digit targets, eight catches, 69 yards on 10 targets. Defensively, there's a whole host of uh, good performances in this game. I'm just going to go with the top guy, though. I think uh, Eagles linebacker Kaiser White, 12 tackles, ten, nine of them solos, one sack, one tackle for loss, two pass deflections, and a QB hit. Giants easily cover, plus 17 under 43. Broncos in a surprise win, 31-28 over the Chargers. Russell Wilson playing pretty good in this one. 13 of 24, 54.2%, 283 yards, three touchdowns a pick, eight carries for 18 yards. Um, Chargers, Justin Herbert played most of the game. Chase Daniel came in in relief late. Uh, but Herbert here, 25 of 37, 67.6%, 273 yards, two touchdowns. Chase Daniel then, 5 of 7, 71.4%, 25 yards, and a touchdown. Broncos running back Latavius Murray had a nice game, 15 carries, 103 yards, a touchdown, one catch for 15 yards there. And then uh, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy, he led the game in receiving. Him and Keenan Allen both over 100 yards on this one. Judy going five catches, 154 yards on six targets. Keenan Allen for the Chargers, eight catches, 102 yards, two touchdowns on 11 targets. 
Defensively, there wasn't much, uh, but I'm going to go with Chargers linebacker Kyle Van Noy. Five tackles, three solos, one sack, one tackle for loss, one pass deflection, and one QB hit. Also, great return for Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa. He only had one tackle. It was a solo, uh, but he did have a sack, one tackle for loss, and two QB hits. Chargers, plus six and a half. They covered over 39. 49ers just obliterating the Cardinals, 38-13. David Blau starting once again for Arizona. Trace McSorley coming in in relief uh, in the second half. Blau, though, pretty good uh, despite the turnovers. 14 of 18, 77.8%, 180 yards, one touchdown, two picks, and a fumble. Uh, Purdy here for the Niners. 15 of 20, 75%, 178 yards, three touchdowns. Doesn't get much better than that. And then, uh, like I said, Trace McSorley came in for Arizona late, 6 of 9, 66.7%, 29 yards a pick, 3 carries for 13 yards. 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell led the game in rushing, 5 carries, 55 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Um, Cardinals wide receiver A.J. Green actually led the game in receiving, though, 3 catches, 91 yards, a touchdown on 5 targets. And then 49ers tight end George Kittle for uh, my fantasy team again. Four catches, uh, 29 yards, two touchdowns on the day, six targets. And defensively, how can you not go with the man? The man that is retiring, Cardinals defensive end J.J. Watt had himself a whale of a last game. Five tackles, three solos, two sacks, three tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and two QB hits. Niners safety to Sean Gibson senior also worth mentioning though two tackles one of them solos uh, one of them solo two pass deflections and two picks on a day 49ers covered a minus 14 and a half over 40 Seahawks making the playoffs with a win and a Lions win 1916 over the Rams in overtime Geno Smith uh, wasn't that great 19 of 31, 61.3%, 213 yards, one touchdown, two picks, four carries for 51 yards. Baker Mayfield for LA, 13 of 26, 50%, 147 yards, a pick, five carries for 16 yards. Kenneth Walker uh, and Cam Akers, both over 100 yards uh, in this game. Kenneth Walker for Seattle, 29 carries, 114 yards, one reception for 10 yards. And then Akers for L.A., 21 carries, 104 yards, three catches for 24 yards. Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson, he led the game in receiving three catches, 61 yards on seven targets. And uh, defensively, a lot of great performances here. I'm going to go with Seahawks linebacker Uchenna Nwosu, though. He was everywhere, six tackles, four of them solos, a half a sack, two tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and four QB hits. The Rams cover plus five under 43. Commanders, uh, big win over the Cowboys, 26-6. to six. Uh, Sam Howell's first start is a win, uh, and he played decently well. 11 of 19, 57.9%, 169 yards, one touchdown, a pick. Five carries, 35 yards, and a touchdown, taking advantage of Howell's legs, uh, one of the bigger aspects of his game. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys looked like crap. 
which was uh, fun for me to watch as an Eagles fan. 14 of 37 for Dak, 37.8%, 128 yards, one touchdown, a pick, six carries, 16 yards. Commanders running back Jarrett Patterson just elevated off the practice squad. He led the game in rushing, 17 carries, 78 yards. Commanders wide receiver Terry McLaurin, he led the game in receiving, three catches, 74 yards, a touchdown on six targets. Defensively, have to go with Commanders corner Kendall Fuller, uh, one tackle, two pass deflections, and a 29-yard pick six. Commanders, plus 7.5, they win outright under 41. And the final game of the 2022 regular season, Lions getting the win over Green Bay in Green Bay, 20-16. Jared Goff, 23-34 of 34 for Detroit, 67.6%, 224 yards. Aaron Rodgers struggled a little bit, uh, but went 17-27, of 27, 63%, 205 yards, a touchdown, a pick, three carries for 10 yards. Lions running back Jamal Williams, really good game for him. 16 carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Williams breaking Barry Sanders' Lions record for most rushing touchdowns in a season. Christian Watson, uh, good end to his rookie year. Packers wide receiver getting five catches, 104 yards on six targets. And defensively have to go with uh, another rookie here, Lions rookie defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson. Great close to his year. Should be defensive rookie of the year. Four tackles, three solos, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and two QB hits. Lions, plus four. They went outright under 48. We have some XFL news here, some transactions. The... Orlando Guardians, they signed former Florida State wide receiver Bobo Wilson. So nice uh, addition there for Orlando. D.C. Defenders, they got a couple playmakers on offense. They signed um, Boston College tight end Trey Berry and Alabama wide receiver Ardarius Stewart. And then the Arlington Renegades, they also got some help on offense, signing Coastal Carolina's wide receiver Cameron Brown and uh, former Cardinals third-round pick out of Grambling State, wide receiver Chad Williams. Uh, one note on USFL, the New Orleans Breakers, they have signed linebackers of Kobe McLean. So I, I really liked him coming out in the draft a couple years ago. Uh, just hasn't found his way to the NFL yet. College football news, we got uh, some transfers here. Central Michigan quarterback, Daniel Richardson has a new home. He has committed to FAU, so a little bit of a step up there from the MAC um, to Conference USA, I believe. Um, Virginia quarterback Brennan Armstrong is another big quarterback moving spots here. He has committed to NC State, so they lose Devin Leary, but gain Brennan Armstrong. A uh, really nice get for the Wolfpack there. And then Utah running back Micah Bernard, he has visited uh, South Carolina. They're looking to replenish their backfield after losing Marshawn Lloyd in the transfer portal. One player announced his return. Penn State defensive end Adisa Isaac is returning for 2023, so good to have him back on that uh, Manny Diaz defense. And then uh, one player has also declared for the NFL draft, Michigan tight end Luke Schoonmaker trying to um, reap the war rewards off his fantastic season 
kind of taking over for Eric All at the Michigan at the tight end starting tight end spot for the Wolverines. NFL news here: JJ Watt, um, his career coming to an end. Um, career stats here. I don't know why they uh, they didn't didn't work here, but fantastic career. Uh, One hundred fifty one games, all of them starts. This is his regular season stats here. He had five hundred eighty-six tackles, four hundred forty-nine of them solos, uh, one hundred and ninety-five tackles for loss, one hundred fourteen and a half career sacks, including leading the league twice. Uh, in his second season, he actually tied the NFL sack record at twenty and a half. 27 forced fumbles, 17 fumble recoveries, one returned for a touchdown. Uh, two career interceptions, both of them returned for a touchdown, 80 yards and 19 yards. 70 pass deflections there. He had uh, 317 quarterback hits and also added on one safety. He also played offense in 2014 a little bit. Uh and he had one target in 2015 as well. But four career targets, caught three of those in 2014, all three of them for touchdowns. And in the playoffs with uh, the Texans' one game with the Cardinals last season, though, um, nine games played, six starts there, 31 tackles, 21 solos, 10 of them tackles for loss, 10 QB hits, Six sacks, um, and then he had a pick six as well in his first playoff game and uh, his first season in the NFL with the Texans there. Also six pass deflections in the playoffs. Uh, so amazing career, definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Um, I think it's safe to say he will be in a hall. I don't know if it will be first ballot, but uh, we'll have to wait and see in, in five years. The Falcons, they have a new president. They have named Greg Beatles uh, their new president. Uh, 26 years with the organization now being named president. Rich McKay will continue to be on the Falcons personnel uh, as CEO, uh, just dropping the president tag and adding more oversight to uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and uh, Atlanta United. The Some players are about to get paid here. The class of 2020 can now uh, receive extensions effective today. So that means you're looking at Joel Burrow and uh, Justin Jefferson as uh, some of, just some of the guys that uh, are eligible for extensions starting today. Coaching Carousel News, it's uh, Black Monday, as everyone knows. Uh, the first day after the regular season ends. Texans, they are once again looking for a new head coach, firing Lovey Smith after his lone season in Houston, 313 and one. Um, back to back years of one and done coaches. They also became the fourth team since the merger in 1970 with four straight seasons, uh, starting with a different head coach. So 
that's kind of ridiculous. They need some stability there. I think Nick Casario has done a good job with that roster. Just need to figure out the quarterback, get some other playmakers, especially at pass rusher. And um, yeah, I think I think they could be they could be a decent team coming in the next few years if they can get that quarterback situation figured out and get a pass rush going. Browns uh, head coach Kevin Stefanski, they are looking for a new defensive coordinator. They have fired D.C. Joe Woods, um, so gave up 28 in the regular season finale to Pittsburgh. Just um, not the defense Cleveland thought they were going to have this year, I guess. Broncos, they are starting their head coaching search. They have uh, received permission from the Saints to interview former head coach Sean Payton. Uh, he does have two years left on his deal with New Orleans, so he would have to be traded. Um, they can start interviewing candidates, uh, including Peyton, on January 17th. They also plan to interview Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh and Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, who I thought was going to get the job last year, um, and they went with Hackett instead, which uh, obviously didn't work out. The Rams head coach, Sean McVay, he is contemplating his head coaching position. Uh, officially, they said it is in limbo. Um, but uh, I know he's mentioning retirement last year after the, they won the Super Bowl. Thinking about it again this year after a 5-12 and season. Patriots head coach Bill Belichick, he is going to return for his 24th season at the helm there. They announced, uh, he announced today couple IR activations before the games this weekend. Uh, Ravens activated wide receiver Tylen Wallace and corner Daryl Worley. And the Eagles got good couple good defensive pieces back in safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson and defensive end Robert Quinn. And a couple transactions here. Cardinals center Rodney Hudson. He has agreed to a reduced 2023 salary from $8.25 million to $2.05 million. Uh, this means that he is mo- more than likely moving on, going to head into retirement as he was thinking about doing last year. Just adds to the <laughs> absolute chaos of the Arizona Cardinals right now uh, with a possible head coach firing coming. Uh, the Ravens, to make place for Wallace and Worley on the roster, they waived wide receiver Deshaun Jackson and tight end Nick Boyle. So pick standings here, we didn't have any picks uh, last week, obviously, with the Bengals-Bills game not being resumed. So I am still one game ahead of Mark, um, four ahead of Logan, and five ahead of Peter. We have two more games to pick this week, College Football Playoff National Championship and the Super Wild Card uh, weekend finale there, Cowboys-Bucks, next week. But it is tonight, College Football Playoff National Championship presented by AT&T, number three TCU against number one Georgia. The Horned Frogs coming in 13-1, Bulldogs 14-0, Bulldogs 12.5-point favorites. I think that's way too big of a spread there um, for this team. Uh, It's a split. Logan Mark, they are rolling with uh, the purple there. And Peter and I, we are on the... The dogs here go, damn dogs, one last time this season, trying to become the first team to go back-to-back in the college football playoff era. Um, 
I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup. The defense needs to play a lot better for Georgia than it has the last couple games. But uh, all in all, as if if Jalen Carter can can show up for once, uh, I think uh, TCU won't be able to block him. But uh, also, neither team I don't think has a pass rush at this point, so it should be there should be a lot of points. I think, anyways, the total is sixty three. I'm rolling with the over. Why not? Um, Stetson Bennett. You need to do what you, you always do, man, and that's just win. 27-1 and one as a starter last two years. So, um, yeah, go go out and win, man. And go Dogs. 7.30 on ESPN, 4.30 here local time. Next week, we'll be back uh, talking Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we will have the finale of Wild Card Weekend on Monday Night Football. Cowboys at the Bucks. That is the 5-4 matchup there in the NFC playoffs. Uh, we'll also have all the NCAA and NFL news and uh, the Wild Card Weekend recaps for those games. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all our social media at FAA Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. FAA underscore bets is our betting account on Twitter. And then FAAPodcast.com is our website. You can check us out here on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Thank you all for watching, and we will see you back on Friday.